Welcome, it's lovely to have you here. Welcome if you're new, if we've not met. Um, my name's Tom and I'm Vicar here. I'd love to chat to you at the end of the service. And today is Vision Sunday, as Helen has said. And on Vision Sunday, we just really ask God the question, what are your priorities for us right now? Of all the things we could be doing, actually, what do you want us to be doing? It's a little bit like um, if you've had an experience of being in work, um, feeling overwhelmed with all that you could be doing, and then you've got a really great line manager or a really good boss who just says, don't worry about that, don't worry about that. That is a thing that you should focus on. That is your priority. And this morning, um, I believe that God wants to remove from us any sense of overwhelm or any sense of unclarity and just that each of us walk away from here with a renewed clarity, a renewed excitement. Oh yeah, this is what God is calling me to for the next chapter. So we're going to read um, from, if you've got a Bible, Matthew chapter 22 and verses 34 to 40. The words are also going to be on the screen. It says this, hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. All of the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So this expert in the religious law asks this question to Jesus of all of God's instructions and commandments, which one is the most important? You know, of all of the 613 commandments in the Torah, which one should we prioritize? And it was a question really to test Jesus because whatever answer he gave, he would be distancing himself from the Jewish camps who thought something else was a priority. But Jesus didn't dodge the question. Instead, he reached right back to Deuteronomy chapter 6 to one of the most well-known verses for uh, the Jews. that They recited this verse twice a day. They had this verse inscribed on the doorposts of their houses. And it's called the Shema. It says, you are to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your thinking. Jesus said, this is the first and greatest commandment. Just let that sink in for a moment. Of all of the competing priorities in your life, there is one priority which trumps all of them. The priority to grow more and more and more in love with God. 
Your greatest uh, challenge, it's not to achieve, it's not to be successful, it's not even to be a great parent or partner, uh, to run a great church. That's not your greatest challenge. Your greatest challenge is to love God with everything that you have. And our greatest challenge as a church, it's not to see every person in our community come to know how much God passionately loves them. It's not to meet every need, to wipe away every tear, to fight every injustice. Amazing as each of these things are. Our greatest challenge and our greatest priority is to learn together what it means to love and to be loved by God. Um, Not everybody had a great relationship with their dad, as Johnny said earlier, Um, but I did. My dad, Derek, um, I still have a great relationship with him. One of my sort of core memories from when I was growing up was um, in the evenings, he would Uh, gather us all up on the sofa. I've got two brothers and a sister and we'd all kind of squidge in. And he would tell us these fantasy made-up stories. They were called Timmy Wrigglebottom stories. I've no idea where Timmy Wrigglebottom came from, but Timmy was always getting into scrapes and troubles and mischief. There was always some jeopardy and danger. We would always end up kind of in fits of laughter. And that to me is this sort of core memory of what it means to be secure and safe and most at home in the intimate uh, loving presence of my dad just leaning back into his arms and this is the image of what it means to love God with everything that we've got, to be more and more at home in his presence, this place of safety, whatever else is going on in our lives. I love what Jesus said in John 15. He said, um, as the Father has loved me, so I love you. Now make, your, make yourself at home in my love. And this is our greatest priority. And you may be thinking, well, how do I set my life up in such a way that loving God and being loved by him is my number one priority? And that's not a question that I can answer for you. Each of us are different. We're at different stages of life. But there is one really important question that each of us must kind of honestly ask ourselves. And the question is this. Well, what is my most important priority right now? Is it my children, my family? Is it my work, financial security? Is it my health? Is it playing my part here in church? Working for social justice, caring for the vulnerable? All of these are really important priorities. And Jesus was talking to people who had important yet competing priorities. For the Pharisees, it was religious purity and devotion. For the Sadducees, it was national security for Israel. 
Yet Jesus knew that both for the Pharisees and the Sadducees, their important priorities had come to take precedence over loving God with everything they had. And that's the danger of our lives, that these good and important priorities come to take precedent in our lives. We busy ourselves with really good things, leaving no space for our number one, our most important priority. And this is a distinction between a good and important priority and your number one priority. And when we replace loving God as our number one priority with something else, this can actually be very dangerous for us. When this Pharisee asked Jesus, which is the greatest commandment? He went to the moment in which God gave Moses the Ten Commandments in Deuteronomy 6. And the Ten Commandments were given on these two stone tablets. The first five commandments are all about loving God. It says you are to have no other God before me. Do not make idols. Do not use God's name in vain. Observe the Sabbath. Honour your parents, passing on the story of God from one generation to the next. And this first commandment, you are to have no other gods before me. When our good and important priorities, like success at work, being a great parent, uh, or serving at church, when, when they actually become gods in our life, then these things become idols. We look to them to give us the significance and meaning and security that only God can give us. And that's why loving God with everything we have must remain our top, our number one priority in life. So how do we do this? How do you organize your life in such a way that loving God and being loved by God is indeed your first and number one priority? Well, this is the wonderful challenge of your life. And it won't happen by accident. Like any significant and lasting relationship, it takes investment and, yeah, in the prayer room uh, last night, um, just when I was praying for you all, I, I had this real sense of God saying, one of the things that I'm doing in this period ahead is, is a heart work. I, I want to work on your hearts. Uh, and I don't know how you come to church today, where your heart is. I'm sure there are some people that have sort of um, damaged hearts that need healing, or tired hearts, weary hearts, maybe hearts that have just grown a little bit hard. And I think one of the things that God is wanting to do is just to soften our hearts, to do this delicate kind of heart work on each of us. If you're a parent, or if you're holding down a busy, stressful job, you're 
biggest and most important challenge will be making space in your life to allow God to do that hard work. And making space, whether that's um, putting worship music on in your car, whether it's getting up half an hour earlier to sit in your favorite chair with your favorite coffee and just to rest in God's presence, reading his word. Whether you take up something new like the Lectio 365 evening prayer, which I've started doing, I love it so much. Whatever it is, to organize your life around the love of God. And this is why I think our groups are so important. These small groups of people um, where we get together once a fortnight, we pray for one another, um, and we're there to encourage one another and support one another in this process of becoming those who are more and more in love with God. Uh, At this time of the term, uh, I tend to go through my diary and mark out a time for a retreat. I tend to take 40, uh, 24 hours away, a night away, talk it through with Katie at a time that's going to work for the family. And that might not be realistic for you. But what does it mean for you to organise this term around the love and the presence of God? Jesus' vision for your life and every single day of your life is that you are growing more and more in love with God. And Jesus, he could have stopped there. He had answered the Pharisees' question. But Jesus went on to quote a second verse, this time from Leviticus uh, chapter 19. He said, and the second commandment is like it. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Now, this is incredibly genius from Jesus. For the first five commandments on the tablet were all about what it means to love God. The second five commandments are all about what it means to love other people, to love your neighbor. Do not murder, commit adultery, steal, bear false witness, or cover other people's possessions. And so combining, by combining Deuteronomy and Leviticus, Jesus in this pithy statement has summed up all of the law and the prophets. The Pharisee had no comeback for him. Now the order of these commandments is significant. For the first commandment, to love God with everything you have, will be the launching pad for the second commandment in your life. Jesus is saying, if you become a person who is more and more in love with God, you'll find this new dynamic in your life. You'll find this new care and concern and compassion for the people around you. You'll be moved uh, by what's going on in other people's lives. And that's why our vision as a church is to play our part in the evangelization of the nation, the transformation of society, and the revitalization of the church. That's why we just passionately care so much for Five Ways and Hollingdean. As somebody scribbled a verse in the prayer room last night from Hebrews 10, um, which says this, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love 
and good works. Or let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. And this is the reason why we run Alpha and DaVenture and the Food Bank and the Play Cafe and the Youth Cafe. We're seeing demand for our food bank just increase almost exponentially. This year so far, we've fed 1,733 adults and 467 children through the food bank. This time last year, um, we had spent uh, £6,000 on food for the food bank. This time this year, we spent £21,000 on food for the food bank. The demand is just increasing. And this is the reason why we run the Play Cafe here and also at St Richard's. And again, there's such hunger and demand for that amazing community that happens in the Play Cafe. Since September, up at St Richard's, we've served 529 adults and 783 children in the St Richard's Play Cafe. One mum started coming with her baby and her 16-year-old daughter came along too. And through coming to the Play Cafe, the 16-year-old really started asking questions about faith. And then a few weeks later turned up on Sundays at St Richard's and then started bringing the rest of her family, the mum and the baby, and now they're all coming to church. Just chatting to Becky about what's going on in the Play Cafe here. Um, <laughs> I love the statistics. We have served 3,730 hot drinks so far this year and 1,200 cakes in the Play Cafe. That is a lot of cakes going around. Um, and the, the Play Cafe garden has been launched. Um, support groups for parenting for, for twins. Um, one mum recently said to Becky, I would uh, go insane if it wasn't for this uh, haven, this, this uh, Play Cafe. And this is the reason why we run the Youth Cafe, as Helena said. And um, we're now seeing hundreds of young people come both up at St. Richard's and here at St. Matthias. Um, there was a year seven girl who came along to uh, one of these groups, incredibly shy, very difficult to engage with. And then one of our team managed to just gently sort of coax her out of herself through making jewellery together. And they struck up this uh, little sort of conversation and they started talking about uh, faith and prayer. And so she started coming on, on Friday nights. And her mum recently emailed saying she always comes home happy. And I think this is really great what you do. Is there any way I can contribute to this wonderful youth club? And this is the reason why this term here at St. Matthias, we're going to be welcoming hundreds of people uh, to the pub quiz, which is happening not this coming Friday, but next Friday to raise money for the food bank and the play cafe, but also just to have an incredibly fun evening to talk about Alpha, which is starting the following week. Uh, we've got a school disco coming up. We've got our Christmas services, hundreds and hundreds of people. But... We want every single one of them to feel like they're being welcomed home 
uh, that this is a place of heart for them. As Helena said, we would love for you to join one of our teams and play a part in loving our city. But Jesus' vision for us and his vision for you is more than about what we do. Jesus' vision for your life is about who you are becoming. Are you becoming somebody who is more and more desperate for God's presence, more and more at home in worship, more and more longing to be uh, loving him, uh, opening up your life to his love? And are you becoming somebody who has more and more heart for the people around you and just sees yourself being drawn outwards? And that is our vision as a church. Amen. Shall we stand together?